This is the Ops Authority Podcast, where my mission is to break down the backside of your business so you can take the right actions to grow and scale. Hey, I'm Natalie Gingrich, a small business operations expert, and I'm going to give you a front row seat to real solutions that will help you reach the vision that you have for your business, all while equipping you to put out those inevitable pesky fires and those fears that pop up. Listen in for strategies to grow your team, craft the systems and processes that you need for your business, and establish business foundations that you may have skipped over. I know you're ready to do really big things, so let's do it together. Welcome back, my friends. You have landed at the Ops Authority Podcast with myself, Natalie the host and the founder of The Ops Authority. I'm excited to have you here, and I am just grateful that you are hanging out with us today. In today's podcast, we are going to talk about how to separate yourself from the implementer's identity that you have coupled yourself up with for so long. So we're ready to move on past that, and that's what we're hearing from a lot of the people that are in our community, and I wanted to give you some helpful pointers on how to do that. Before we jump into that, I would love for you to go check out a free guide that we have created just for you for our business managers, our project managers, VAs, and even aspiring directors of operations. We want to help you to get clear in the 10 ways to find higher quality clients. That's a request that we get from you guys all the time. So I put my 10 tips together and that's available to you. You can go check that out at theopsauthority.com forward slash 10, the number 10, 1, 0, 10 ways, theopsauthority.com forward slash 10 ways. Alrighty, so how do we grow up and grow away from identifying as an implementer? Here we go. Well, as you guys, I think a lot of us fall in the same bucket, but here's the path that is the most common. And I'd love to know if you resonate with this path. It's certainly the path that was taught to me, but grow up, go to school, get a job, expect to start at the bottom, do entry-level tasks, and just kind of stay curious about things that you can grow and specialize in much later. I fully get that when we're starting, we lack confidence. So we stay very close to the areas, the skills, the tasks, and responsibilities where we can knock it out of the park. I was that exact same person. So I think it's fair to say that we all start there. And I know that our community is full of high achievers. So we work to get great at the task, at the task level. Honestly, we are expected to be implementers. And I'm speaking directly to you as a female listening to this. I do deeply believe that we are expected to grow up, to do the same thing, to become masters at the entry level. And that keeps us in an implementer's identity. So what exactly is an implementer? I looked it up and dictionary.com states this. An implementer is someone that puts a decision, plan, or agreement into effect. Another source defines it as someone who gets things done by turning team ideas and concepts into actions. They're typically conservative, disciplined people who work systematically and efficiently and are very well organized. And I shake my head and resonate with a lot of that. However, there's another level that's available to every single person that's listening today. We help people 
women specifically up-level their skills through the Director of Operations Certification Training Program. And by doing this, they rid themselves of this identity. So I wanted to come in here today and talk more in depth about how we do this and also give you some practical action steps so that you can start that shift immediately. In today's podcast, I'm talking directly to those that are longing to leave implementation behind and elevate to using your management and strategic skills, because I know every single person here has them. It's more a matter of when you're ready to up-level yourself. Alrighty, I believe that we stay in this mode, this implementation mode, because of something I've termed as the lowest common denominator theory. Let's dive into that. We all have a wider range of skills, skills that have become rote or memorized. They fall in the lower depth of brain power. These skills don't require critical thinking and they don't take mental strength to complete. Because of that, you don't need much or any confidence to do them. They're easy. There's very little risk or actually no risk to performing them. All of this describes the lower common denominator theory. Frankly, it's the safe place to be. And while this isn't a bad thing, it's not elevating you. You're not in the best posture. Actually, you're in a posture of stagnation. The opposite side of this is looking and finding your highest strengths. These are the skills that you possess and have tested like here and there. You're a little uncomfortable when you explore them, but you feel so incredibly powerful when you do get to perform them. You actually probably dream of living in this zone. Your highest strengths are the ones that put you in a league of your own. They're not duplicatable. They're where you thrive. They're around and centered around your zone of genius. I know as as I look back over my journey, there have been plenty of times where I just did the darn thing. And when I say that, I mean that I was in that lowest common denominator. There were things and tasks, responsibilities that were easy for me to do. And then I would get like a project assignment. And all of a sudden, I would be excited about work again. And at the same time I was excited, I was like, can I do this? Am I qualified? Maybe you would put me into a place where I was looking up a lot of facts and doing some research. Yes, that's exactly where Natalie, where myself, where I love to thrive. Give me a challenge and let me go explore it. Is it where I would naturally gravitate to? No, but because someone trusted me, someone gave me the permission, someone encouraged me to try something new, I did. That's the difference in being in your lowest common denominator and the opposite being in your highest strengths. This is something I want all of us to do. But to do that, you have to make a shift. You have to leave the lowest common denominator skills and progress to new territories. Your goal should be to constantly replace the low for the high skills, all the while expanding your vision of what skills can be added to your highest strengths. And a lot of times we can dream about what we would love to be doing, but we can't identify those higher strengths. It takes other people suggesting, other people giving you ideas and opportunities for us to seize that. It's really through self-exploration and experience and belief that we actually get to this point. If you're currently an implementer and you desire to move away, even just a little bit, I want you to recognize, number one, that you're comfortable right now. You're comfortable in that implementer state. Number two, that you possess 
high strengths skills, but you're not leaning into them. You're not trusting yourself. And number three, your mindset is holding you back. And here's the honest truth. You're going to have to be the person to lead this change. You cannot rely on other people. It's great when that happens, but you can't rely on that. Most teams, and this is the hard, cold truth, friends, most teams and leaders are going to hold you in this place of implementation because it's an easy win for them. They get away with paying you less and a little bit, which is good for their pocketbooks, and you get away with being average, which is not good for your growth. It's not good for your confidence. It's not good for your future self. Your best self deserves more to be contributing with your highest skills, getting paid more, hello, everybody needs more cha-ching, and working with people who want to see you at your next best self. A lot of the gals that join our DOO program are specifically here to exit the implementation phase. They're tired of just doing the things and not being the leader that they're called to be. They see potential in their gifts, but they can't see the path into a more strategic role. And one of the biggest issues that I find is who they are working with, which I'm going to call their avatar. They're working with businesses that lack leadership outside of the CEO. And we work with our students to elevate that avatar because those companies that do have more depth have a more developed organizational structure with the need for leadership. So that's where you would fit in. There's a need for strategic partnership as well as implementation at that next level of business. In new business or businesses in the building phase, there's not a significant need for strategy because the business can't, they physically can't support it. They financially can't support it. So the leader ends up holding that role out of necessity. So they, they don't need, they can't afford and they can't bring in a resource to be in that strategic level. And the only people they're hiring are implementers. So you've got to look back at the person, the type of business, the size of the business that you're working with if you're ready to elevate. Bottom line, if you're looking to move away from an implementer's mindset, I want you to ask yourself if the avatar that you're working with, if your current clients or the leaders that you're working with, if they're ready for strategy. If not, their only need is implementers. And if you're ready to change that, you may need to change before they're ready for the next level. And that's okay too. You're in charge of your own path. As we wrap up today, I'll leave you with this. You're going to implement as long as you allow it. When you're ready, the next level awaits, and that's where you'll become an even more valuable asset for yourself, the world, and the teams that you're going to be serving. In every episode of the Ops Authority podcast, we have an ops activity, which makes you, hopefully, encourages you to take some action on what we've been talking about today. At the beginning of this podcast, I talked about the lowest common denominator theory. That's where things are comfortable. That's when we're not in our greatest zone. We're just doing the things because we've become accustomed to it, because it's become easy. And I want you to do that assessment. What task or responsibilities are you performing that are your lowest common denominator? Let's start seeing those and then see how we can separate the next thing out of this. The ops activity today is for you to identify those. So you know, I want you to see on paper or digital paper, whatever it is that you're going to choose, look at those and see what, what am I doing right now that falls within my lowest common denominator? First thing is recognizing it. Second thing is to start 
ridding yourself of that. Now, the opposite side of this exercise, which is outside the scope of the ops activity, because we like those to be quick, action-oriented activities that you can get done. But the next part of this, which will be on your own, is to look at what those highest skills are. So the highest strengths and the highest skills that you possess. And imagine having those two lists on one piece of paper. You've seen your lowest common skills, and now you're looking at your highest strengths. You want to start replacing those slowly over time. When you do that, you want to start looking for the avatar that is ready for you. I believe that when you do this in conjunction with one another, your identity will start to change. You will strip yourself of being the person who does all the things into being the leader, the strategist, the strategic partner to come into businesses at a higher level and be able to be in your zone, likely earning more, certainly recognized for your significant impact. And at the end of the day, serving yourself and your family in the richest way you are capable of doing at this time. Alrighty, friends. Thank y'all for hanging out with me today. Again, make sure you download our 10 ways to finding higher quality clients. You can go over to theopsauthority.com forward slash 10 ways and get that list today. All right, ladies, we'll see you guys next week with episode number 150. Talk to y'all soon. Thank you for investing just a little bit of time to listen to this episode of the Ops Authority Podcast. I am so grateful to be surrounded by real action takers like you who are invested in growing their business through operations. Will you add one more action to your to-do list today? Visit theopsauthoritypodcast.com where you can join our community of business owners and other ops experts. You're going to hear from me in a week, but in the meantime, do big things on the backside of your business.